0: Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central.
1: Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. need. Your Tech Life, with Trevor Long.
0: Oh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life uh, is the name of the show. Yourtechlife.com is the website which brings you to EFTM. It's all the same place now. Uh, keeping it nice and simple and uh, things will fire back up again at EFTM in the week ahead uh, now that we're slowly starting to settle into the new studio where I broadcast from this very day, uh, Your Tech Life Studios, uh, which also will produce Two Blokes Talking Tech, the podcast with Stephen Fennick. Um, this is a show uh, to help you, to educate you, to inform you about the latest news and information about technology. Um, We've got some interesting information about eBay this week and uh, exactly how many people will turn out, not at the shops, but on eBay this Sunday, the biggest day of the year. And you'll be surprised at how many things will be bought and what they are. And the fact that eBay can predict that says a lot about the fact that we are very pattern-driven in our purchasing. I also want to talk to you about a great fundraising effort from the people at iTunes, Uh, songs for the Philippines, and how you can do your bit. Stack of calls tonight, plus an app for your iPhone for meditation, for relaxing, for trying to change your state of mind. Something very different. And it really does prove that the old saying, or the current saying, but starting to get old, that there's an app for that, pretty much does apply to everything. It's all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technologies, uh, proud sponsors of Your Tech Life uh, and if you want to check them out go to Garmin.com.au if you want to get in touch all you do is go to the website yourtechlife.com or eftm.com.au or you can call one 800 wherever you're listening right across Australia if you want to follow me on Twitter I am uh, at Trevor Long Trevor Long is my name Trevor Long is the Twitter handle um, you've also got Your Tech Life on Twitter and EFTM on Twitter lots there whether it's just specifically technology you're after whether it's Motoring, lifestyle, entertainment and technology, that's EFTM. Or just my old gibberings and rantings, that's Trevor Long. Thanks for listening. Lots to come on this episode of Your Tech Life, episode 217. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading.
1: Talking technology without the jargon. Your Your Tech Life Life with Trevor Long. Long.
0: Now, this Sunday, December the 8th, is apparently going to be, if eBay's predictions are correct, the biggest day of the year for mobile shopping. So apparently last year it was the December the 9th, and this year, the same amount of time away from Christmas, bingo. Big popular day on eBay. eBay is, is expecting more than 390,000 items to be sold on December the 8th, um, with people on their mobiles, mobiles and iPads and things, likely to account for 140,000 of those worth about $5 million dollars. It's 40% higher than last year It's 200 items every minute Um, And it's just unbelievable I mean uh, They reckon a piece of women's clothing Will be sold every 4 seconds A piece of furniture of all things Will be sold every 24 seconds A watch will be sold every 35 seconds This is unbelievable And it's a really good warning I mean it's a great information That eBay have distributed But it's an interesting warning To remember that You need to think about Christmas Before Christmas because with eBay and other online shopping, you have to wait for delivery. So be very careful from kind of next week on about buying online because you need that buyer's guarantee that it's going to appear in your mailbox by Christmas. it be a small problem if it didn't, I would have thought. So be a bit, be a bit careful about that. You've got to make sure the thing actually does arrive. Last thing you want is to have ordered some amazing present and then nothing arrives. Very disappointing. So interesting stuff. I'd love to hear whether you're an eBay user. I oh, I have said this before and I'll say it again and again. I think the mobile version of eBay is so much more user-friendly, less cluttered. I find eBay to be a very cluttered website. And I think that um, that, that eBay mobile, the app on the iPad or the iPhone, is such a intuitive user interface, very easy to find things. And there's none of that clutter. So I'd honestly don't know why they don't redesign the website to be basically the app. Um, But maybe there's a reason. I don't know. It's easier to to upload items to sell via the mobile, and I think it's easier to buy. So 200 items a minute, 140,000 items worth $5 million uh, will be sold on Sunday via the mobile apps. Unbelievable. Are you an eBay shopper? Will you be eBay buying this Christmas for your friends and family, or have you already done your shopping? I don't know. Let me know. Send me an email. Go to the website eftm.com.au or you can call 1-800-157-157. And thanks for listening. Your Tech Life, uh, 1-800-157-157 or the website eftm.com.au. G'day, David. How you going? Good, Bub, What can I do for you?
2: I was um, listening to the, uh, the last podcast um, mm-hmm. today and um, heard about the lady with the AM reception issue. Yes, yeah, she uh, um, lived down
0: uh, down in the south of Sydney. I think it might have been Sophia. and she, I think it was quite a weird one uh, from memory because she, she it wasn't just one radio that had a problem. Every AM radio in the house wouldn't work. FM fine, AM terrible. Well, what, have you had the same problem?
2: Yeah, a couple of years ago, um, I, I used to live in a uh, in a unit block on the northern beaches, and mm. um, one um, one day out of the blue, the same thing happened to happen to me. It just couldn't um, no couldn't get AM radio on any of the radios in my in my unit, and I thought, oh, maybe there was something in, electrical. It sounded like electrical interference, maybe mm. coming from a street light or or some electrical work, right. and um, I sort of put up with it and and um didn't worry about it and my neighbor contacted i can't remember who they contacted but she contacted someone in in like um the uh the government in in something to do with interference or electrical interference type type scenario right, and yep. they came they came on site and um and because she was also being being affected by the uh the static as well Right. and um they came out and Apparently had some special instruments and found that there was a little power pack that was attached to one of my clock radios in, in my spare bedroom that was uh, had gone uh, gone faulty, which was uh, causing the, the signal to be uh, to be, uh, So what? To they be came blocked. around uh, and they used some equipment
0: course. and kind of went like a like a, like a water fodder, you know, when you get those two bits of wire. Uh, what? And they they kind of detected that it was this particular power adapter.
2: Yeah, a power adapter, um, you know, just the, like the little, you know, AC, uh, DC, uh, power yeah, packs you, yeah. you get on, on toys and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. This was on, I was on a clock radio and it obviously gone faulty. And of course, I'm, I'm, I'm in electronics myself and, you know, and you think, oh yeah, that right. That doesn't sound right. And of course, um, uh,
3: unplugged when word. I got
2: home. It uh, all the radios were working, so then I plugged it back in to make sure it was it, and yeah, it was causing the problem. So I don't know if that was the same issue or, or same. And, and same was sort of thing the, the the, the radio
0: had, but, or, or the unit, whatever it was, that was plugged into that faulty device, was it still working?
2: No, no.
0: Right, so it was a power pack that was faulty, and whatever oh, was
2: sorry, sorry. Yeah the, the radio itself was still working and it had the interference problem but it um, it was just um, So yeah, it I wasn't no like
0: way. it wasn't like there was a something like a, you know a, a vacuum cleaner plugged in with a faulty power point it wasn't charging or working it was something that was still working and so even though it was faulty that device itself was still working but it was causing everything else in the in the building to have problems.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I guess it's a matter yeah. of finding. I mean, uh, it would be it would be the Department of or, or Communications, I guess. So the ACMA, the ACMA, the Australian Communications yeah. Media Authority—they're the people that kind of uh, allocate spectrum and you know all the frequencies and stuff like that. And I wonder if they have some sort of. Uh, you know, field crew or something that that can do the work. It's very interesting, mate. Yeah, oh, oh, that's good to hear, though. At least, at least it means there could be something in the house that's faulty and causing the problem. But yeah. I guess for Sophia, she needs to disconnect everything one by one and and work out what it is, or disconnect everything and but plug there, everything in back one by one.
2: Yeah, but it also could be in a neighbour's unit as well. Yeah, yeah she mentioned. I think she mentioned she was in a unit unit true, or something. So true. it could be someone someone else around her as, as well. So.
0: Wow. Sounds like a lot of work. Poor thing. All right. <laughs> good advice, though, mate. I really appreciate
2: yeah, it. There's a bit of a mystery. It? Yeah, it got solved in the end. So there you go. It who, went on for about a couple of weeks before we got someone got got it fixed. So who good good.
0: Well, I'm glad you were listening, and I'm glad you had the, the advice, and hopefully um, Sophia can get some luck out of that, mate. Thanks for getting in touch.
2: Not a problem. Thanks a lot.
0: Good on you. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Very interesting stuff. That's all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems, uh, garmin.com.au. And I'm I'm on the website right now looking at the Nuvi 2557, $169 recommended retail, advanced series navigation for your car. It's a 5-inch high-resolution display, detailed maps of Australia and New Zealand with a free lifetime update. So if there's an update available, all you've got to do is plug it into your computer and it's yours. Uh, it also has two very cool features, Garmin real directions and free lifetime traffic alerts. So the traffic alerts come to you through the device and actually appear on, on the road and it, it, can, it can route you directly based on where, um, where, where, you, where you're choosing to go and what traffic is on the road. So your driving map remains on the screen at all time and traffic alerts appear to the side of your map and the messages are spoken to. So give you details about the situation, how many minutes of delay to expect and things like that. Plus, Garmin Real Directions is really redefining the spoken turn-by-turn directions. They, they offer easy-to-understand driving directions that guide you like a friend. So using recognisable landmarks or buildings and traffic lights. So no more stress from trying to read the street names as you drive along. It might tell you to turn right at the the church or turn turn right at the second set of traffic lights. Who knows? But it's all part of Garmin Real Directions available on a whole stack of Garmin units, including the new V2557. You can check that out yourself. Just go to garmin.com.au. And thanks for listening Your Tech Life, and uh, great to have your company. Always good to hear from people listening and questions about technology, problems with technology, doesn't matter what it is, uh, 1-800-157-157, or go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Loretta. G'day, Trevor. What can I do for you? Oh,
3: I have this very old analog TV. Oh,
0: and no. I'm, and you're in yeah. Sydney. It doesn't work anymore. They switched no, it, it all off.
3: Oh, it switched off at 9 o'clock this morning.
0: <laughs> what Were you actually watching it at that point in time?
3: Yes, I did, and it just went blank on me.
0: But you knew it was coming, didn't you?
3: I did know oh. it was coming, but I don't want to give it away because it holds sentimental value to me.
0: Fair enough. Have you got any other TVs in the house?
3: Yes, I do. I have a digital one in my lounge room, right. and that's the only reason why I do not want to give it away. I could. I could dump it out sure. of the street and someone would pick it up. Yeah. But it's about 33, 34 years old and it works perfect. There's been nothing What wrong brand with... is it? It's a uh, Sanyo.
0: San... Good old Sanyo, eh? Yeah. Very good. That's probably worth, not much, but sentimentally, mm-hmm. worth a lot. That's what yes. matters. Yeah. So why haven't you put a set-top box on it?
3: I have, and I'll tell you what has happened. We did have a video recorder and a set-top box that worked on that TV birth before this. Mm-hmm. However, the video recorder is died on me and I need to get a new video recorder I have managed to get a video recorder but now I can't connect it because I don't know which wires go where I know there's a yellow green and a red wi- mm. white wire
0: but your old 33 year old tenure doesn't have those
3: no so I was told that you can use it via video recorder and I thought well I'll tr- give it a go
0: so, you bought... What did you buy? An extra... What, what, what was the new um, thing that you bought? I bought
3: a set-top box, which um, the family gave me. They mm. don't want it anymore. Mm. And I bought a second-hand video recorder. Mm. And it's an LG old, very old video recorder. Mm. Uh, it's got the red, green, and the white wires on mm. it. Mm. And so does the set-top box. Mm-hmm. But I think I've got the connections all wrong. So, so that's the only reason Have why. you got...
0: Um, Your TV doesn't have the red, white and yellow, does it? it No, it doesn't. The TV only has
3: a main connection uh, and an
0: an antenna. So have have you been able to get the video showing through the TV?
3: No. See, this is what I think I have gone and moved the AV channel, I think, or the video channel from my TV. I've lost it because I've been fiddling around with the (laughs) different buttons, and as a result, I've lost it. So now I have to go and tune in the video recorder first to the TV. Is that right?
0: Well, you need to tune the TV into the video recorder. So here's how... is Is it literally a VHS?
3: Yes, yeah, just okay. just to ordinarily. So a ordinary here's what
0: I would always do. What I would yes. do is turn the video VHS player on. Yes. Turn the TV on. Yes. You connect the the TV to the VHS player by via the antenna. Yes. Okay. And then what you do is put it on, an, and, and you don't don't connect the VHS to anything. Don't okay. plug the VHS into the wall. Uh, yes. Sorry, into the antenna of the yes. wall. Don't yes. plug the VHS into the set top box. Just okay. just All right. concentrate. Yes. Just concentrate on getting the signal, the picture, yes. from the VHS into your TV. Okay. And, and what you do so what you do is you put a video in the player, like a movie or something, and press yes. play. Right? Uh-huh. So that you know there's something coming out. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. And once you know that your video is playing, then you, yes. you tune your T V. Now it's probably literally got little little turning dials. Yes, it So does. you turn the dials around and around and around until you find that picture. Yes, Right. Yes. And once you've found that picture, right. then you plug the set-top box into the power, then you plug the set-top box into the VHS and there'll okay. be an input. So an AV1 okay. or input 1 on okay. the VHS will be the yellow, red and white. You yes. plug the, the yellow, red and white from the out of yes. the set-top box into the in or the AV1 of the video recorder. You yes. press stop on the video that you're currently playing, the movie or whatever sure. it is. sure. And then you simply select... Input 1 or AV1 on the video recorder,
3: mm-hmm. and you'll
0: see that on the TV. Okay,
3: okay. It sounds very simple, hopefully. Yeah. I'll be able to do
0: it. it, it look, it, it, it is simple. I want to tell you that because I don't want you to stress about it. It shouldn't be too hard. I think the key is taking all of the variables out of the equation, right? Sure, So sure. By, by forgetting about the set-top box, that's not your problem right now. Your problem no. is getting a picture from yes. the VHS player into yes. the TV. So whack okay. an old movie on, press yes. play, and tune the TV until uh-huh. you get a picture. Once you've yes. got a picture, then yes. you can you can plug everything you like into the um, into the VHS. Yeah,
3: my little school-going nephew said to me, he knows what to do. So I said, okay, I'd come be along.
0: look. <laughs> you, can I tell you right now, Loretta? I'd be stunned if he knew what to do. Only because I trust and think kids today are amazing, but they don't remember. They didn't have TVs with a horizontal balance and a vertical balance That's and a knob right. to turn and an RF antenna. Was yeah. the only way of getting a picture in? You see,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. So there'll come a point where my, my kids probably won't know what the yellow, white, and red are because it's all HDMI now. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. It, that kind of that's a generational thing, but definitely worth giving it a whirl yourself. Yeah, um, I will, a, and see how you go. All right.
3: Yeah. Thanks, Trevor. You've been so helpful. Good too.
0: on you, and, uh, and and good luck with the TV. You let me know yeah. if you have any more problems. Okay. I
3: will. I will be in touch.
0: Thanks, Loretta. Thank you. and you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website eftm dot com. And 1-800-157-157, the number to call or go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Chris. How are you going, all right? Good, buddy. What can I do for you?
4: Yeah, I was just looking at the TV to buy a Panasonic or um, a Sony or a Samsung. Mm-hmm.
0: How big are you buying, mate?
4: How big is the thing going to be? 60-inch. Uh,
0: 60, 60 yeah, right. It's a good size these days. It's pretty much... Um, where I was in a, I was in JB Hi-Fi the other day and I couldn't find a T. I, I was looking for just a tiny little thing for the kitchen of my mother-in-law's place. Bloody hell, they don't sell many small TVs these days.
4: and I, I think the smallest
0: is around a forty-inch. Yeah, I, I did end up finding a twenty-three-inch, but um, but anyway. And so you're looking at 60, uh, 60 inches, uh, Panasonic and, and Sony. What's uh, what's the question between them? What, what's the debate? Well, I'm not
4: quite sure. One like the Panasonic advertised like a thousand hertz. Back backlight scanning or something like that, right? And and the others are two hundred hertz, right? And I rang up Panasonic, inquiring, and, and and they they sort of couldn't help me, not that much either, like you know, And, and
0: I so, go, um, so your yeah. question, your question really is, uh, you know, because when you see Sony or someone advertising, you know, a two hundred hertz refresh rate, um, you're theoretically getting a better picture. Are you concerned that the thousand isn't really? the same or is it better or is it worse is that what you weren't wondering
4: well, yeah i just wanted to see if that was equivalent to the 200 hertz that's, that's all
0: it's not um, all right. i think i think the bottom line is that um, that there is there's a, not a lot of apples and apples in that that range um okay. it's it's a lot there's a lot of marketing involved in these things especially when you talk about 600 hertz plasmas and all these kind of things um, you know, you're definitely getting off, uh, get better off with the highest possible rate you can get. I'm just not sure you can compare uh, backlight refreshing to um, to, to standard re- refresh rates. Um, okay. It's it's actually called uh, a backlight scanning, backlight flashing. Um, but there's there's that's that's one way of making your brain kind of see better picture, and the other way is the actual frame rate of the picture. So it's really both ways that trick your trick your mind. What what have you ended up doing? What have you ended up buying?
4: Um, I I've been looking at the, it's a toss up now between the the, the the Samsung and and the and the Panasonic and the the Sony. Mm. So I'm, I'm not quite sure. I've been going to a few shops and having a look, and they all got the same DVD running through them, and they all look good. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you put like a like, if you cook it up to Fox and start watching a game of football, am I going to get that ghosting like I was getting with my other one? I've got a Sony at the moment, which is about seven or eight years old, mm. and it's a bit dated, so I was just looking at I, updating it.
0: Let me put it to you this way. You're never going to see two TVs side-by-side again in your life? like in terms of in your home, because <laughs> you're not going to buy two of them and put them side by side, are you? So the great thing is nah. that it's a ridiculous comparison when you're in the store like that, isn't it? It just kind of feels useless. But the the, the, the absolute fact is that if you tell you what you do, um, Google the model number of your existing TV and uh, and see what the refresh rate is. Is it an LED or an LCD? Uh, it's an
4: LCD. It's yeah. the old...
0: Um, so so training, Google yeah. that, and I bet you any money it's like 50 or 100 at best. Uh, oh, I wouldn't and, be
4: hundred. I think it would be about fifty, probably. Exactly,
0: yeah. and so if if you ended up getting a two hundred hertz um, frame rate, so frame refresh, then you will get. I mean, that's as good a picture as you're going to get, essentially, right now, unless you spend stupid money.
4: Oh, I didn't want to spend that much. Well, I'm looking at take two and a half to three thousand. That's a lot of money, mate. Yeah. It's got to be good. I oh, know, but um, but but when you look at all of them, they're all around that. The 200 Hertz or around the, the two and a half to three thousand like, yep. even at 55 inches around
0: and that that's two, because two, two
4: five as well
0: it's because it's a better picture um you know it's 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 a more expensive panel to produce and therefore it, it costs more and I think what you're realizing yeah. is that to get a better picture you do need to pay more so yeah you can buy a TV cheapest chips these days but you you sacrifice yeah. things like that and if you're not my, my, my thing to a lot of people is have you ever noticed the ghosting and they say I don't know what you're talking about whereas you have noticed the ghosting, therefore you definitely want to avoid it.
4: So yeah, yeah I, I don't want to spend all that money and get the same uh, the same result. Not exactly the same, but I don't want to get the ghosting back. Like, It'll know. definitely be better. There's there's no doubt yeah, in my mind. Yeah. You
0: buy a modern TV, put it on Fox Sports HD, which is probably the best quality vision you will find in Australia, broadcast yep, wise. Yep. Um, you, you'll be very happy. And my my bottom line point to you is, mate. I don't think that the backlight flashing is. Is as important as the frame rate um, refresh, so I'd be looking for that 200 hertz.
4: So you're leaning towards Samsung and the the Sony, which are the, the 200 hertz. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Right. But l-
0: let me tell you this, mate. If you buy the Panner, same size, same amount of money, and it's got the thousand hertz backlight flashing, you're still going to be very happy. I just, from a personal point of view, I can't guarantee that it's going to be better. Than yeah, um yeah. than the Sony or the Samsung, I certainly can't tell it be worth worse either. But I do know <laughs> that when people when I speak to TV people and they want a recommendation on um, sport, the the TV execs always talk about the two hundred hertz displays. Oh,
4: okay, all right, no worries. Good all
0: luck, right. luck mate. Good. good luck. Thanks Thank, for getting in touch.
4: Thanks. thanks very much
0: for that. Cheers. Good on you, mate. And uh, you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website eftm.com.au. dot au. Now, I love this one. Um, This is just a fantastic way that technology seems to help us do very simple things. Donating to charity is not an easy thing to do, both morally making the decision to do it and actually dipping out the credit card or the bank details. And Apple have done a a brilliant thing. They've got together with all the global music community or record companies and whatnot, and they've made a new album available. Yeah, you know, back in the day you'd you'd have to print an album, actually press it, get the CDs out to stores, you know, there's a cost involved in all those things. So if someone bought an album for twenty bucks, there's no way anywhere near twenty dollars would get to the charity. But with digital downloads and iTunes, it's a lot different. So Apple have, have created an album called The Songs for Philip for the Philippines. Songs for the Philippines. And it's a it's a collection of thirty nine chart topping hits and classics, and it's on iTunes. Now, it's 16 dollars $14 of that goes directly to the Philippine Red Cross. I think that's brilliant. And I'm not talking about crap music here. I'm talking about 39 songs. The Beatles, Across the Universe. Um, the Beatles, Let It Be. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about good songs here. And you can get them all and donate to charity. There's Bieber. There's Timberlake. There's Gaga. There's Katy Perry. There's Beyonce, there's Bruno Mars, there's you too, there's Kelly Clarkson. These are all unbelievably big names. Earth, Wind, and Fire. So something for everyone. And, you know, most importantly, something for the Philippines. And uh you can give $14 very easily, quickly by buying it yourself. And then here's my advice: buy it for someone else. Go to the iTunes Store and hit gift. Gift this album. And you pay the $16. They get the the Philippine Red Cross gets the $14. And your friend gets the music. It's a great idea, a great charity, um, something to help you feel like you've done something. I know it's you know it's, it's it's only a small amount, but also you can use your iTunes account to donate more. So if you want to just make a, a cash donation, you can do that via iTunes. So a great initiative from Apple. Well done to the team at Apple and the music team that have put it together. The songs for Philippine, you can't miss it when you open iTunes on your iPhone, your iPad, or your um, or your desktop application, and it's a well worth uh, checking out iTunes Songs for Philippines.
1: Talking technology without the jargon, Your, Your Tech Life, Life with Trevor Long.
0: And you are listening to Your Tech Life, 1-800-157-157. If you want to get in touch, say good Uh Questions about technology, problems with technology, doesn't matter what it is, uh, yourtechlife.com. Now, I love to talk to you about uh, different apps that are going out and about in the marketplace and normally trying to find something a little bit different. And uh, I've got to tell you, this this is something um, that's very different, and it does once again, fit the, um, fit the mantra, there's an app for that. Uh, Smiling Mind is the name of the app, and uh, one of the co-founders is on the line, James Tutton. G'day, James. How are you doing?
1: Trevor, how are you? You're well?
0: Well, I'm really well, uh, but I could be better. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, you know, there's always room for improvement, surely. And I think that's the basic premise of, of where you're coming from with this app, isn't it? Uh, tell me about the basic principle of, of what got you started on the road to building an app um, about okay. well-being.
1: Indeed, uh, I came to it really as a parent. Uh, my uh, day job, as I describe it, has been well. Primarily, I develop property in Melbourne, mm. and uh, I've got a young family, and was actually looking for. Uh, ways to deal with uh, stress for my young family uh, less so me and more so them and uh, I uh, you know as people often do got online started doing research uh, found that there was some very compelling research uh, around meditation for young people mm. specifically in terms of addressing stress and then uh, from there started looking for uh, someone to uh, teach them and really couldn't find the resource and just As luck would have it, I met a young Dutch psychologist and um, uh, she went back to Holland, rang me up and said, do you know of any work in Australia? And I said, I've got a crazy idea. Would you come out here and uh, start working on uh, an app? Uh, to teach young people meditation, and at that time I teamed up with a good friend of mine who had just sold a business, and you know we launched upon creating Smiling Mind, and it took us probably about six months to uh, bring together the you know app developers, graphic designers, psychologists, mm. and uh, funding. We raised uh, half a million dollars in funding to make it possible, and then last October Smiling Mind launched, and it's now sitting on about 147,000 downloads. Uh, wow. It. Uh, was um, you know it's been consistently the highest ranked wellness app in Australia. Uh, it's quite consistently been the kind of uh, top ten free apps in the country. So that's been a, a you know a very interesting thing, and really has um, I think started to take meditation to quite a mainstream. Audience, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think a lot of us hear of meditation, and we kind of think of people in the hinterland of Byron Well, I, I guess
0: and- that's 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 where I'm sitting. You know, I think of meditation. <laughs> I think I've got to sit, uh, you know, with my legs folded, arms out, you know, humming. Um, I mean, there's so many questions. What, what when you say young people? You know, you're a parent. What, what age are we yes. talking about here? Because you know, the words stress, the words meditation, things like that. I find I can't even imagine having that conversation with my son who's seven. Uh, so, what are we talking here in age? Is this is this kind of teenagers who are going into high, into high school HSC, or is this all ages? And how do you have that conversation? Uh,
1: we uh, we have uh, four different programs, going from a program for seven year olds. Uh, up to uh, an adult program and uh, the programs are inherently the same thing mm. teaching mindfulness meditation but obviously the language one uses for a 7 year old is very different to the language yep. you use for a you know a- adult uh, and you, we tend to find that the uh, you know the the adults uh, um, their own help seekers uh, particularly women I mean there's a big disparity in terms of engagement between men and women mm. uh, if you look at our older age group it's 75% women mm and uh and younger uh, in that younger age bracket they're finding it either through parents or schools um and it it's it, you know a bit of a, a shift away from and we've been very conscious of this in terms of our branding uh, a shift away from uh you know any hippie overtone hmm. and you know I, i'm a I'm a guy who you know Makes a living building apartment blocks, and before that, I had a cinema company, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, you, you know, there's a there's a bit of hippie you, in me, but you, not a huge amount. You're
0: not you're not <laughs> you're not having lentils for dinner every night, and um, you know, barefoot on the floor eating dinner. That's what you're saying.
1: No, no, I'm not. And when you, I mean, when you look at it, and, and um, you know, meditation is something which has been present. Uh, you know, it's present in. Uh, Catholicism, Judaism—you um, know, pretty much every religion under the sun—and I sure. think in a lot of ways, what's happened in contemporary society is we've thrown out a lot of the cultural aspects of religion. So the things we don't actually relate to a god, uh, when we've thrown out some of our more traditional religious things—and and you know, I think this is you know bringing back just uh, you know a quietness, a personal quietness, and contemplation, mm. which is very important in terms of calming calming the mind and. Uh, it's you know it's had a, 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 you know a remarkable consumer uptake. Mm. Uh, you know we've done quite interesting things like we've created a sports program in partnership with Cricket Australia, and you know which really which really Australia, does
0: help you break the the hippie mold as well. You know this this is something serious <laughs> that that you know Cricket Australia is looking at to you know find a way to I guess you know take. the the cricketers minds away from uh, from the stresses of you know the media perhaps and and just get themselves into a a more centered place and then you know move forward with the next day that that's what it's about really wouldn't it for for Cricket Australia.
1: Absolutely I mean from a Cricket Australia perspective you know you know I can't speak for them but obviously performance is key Uh, we've got a program which we're doing Royal Children's Hospital in the Banksy ward in Melbourne um, as another example of content which uh which we've developed and you know I think when you you, you look at these institutions it becomes quite clear that it's not some um you know, it's not some crazy hippie exercise and, you know, it's something which is developed with the input of, uh, of psychologists and psychiatrists and yeah. people who are, you know, the peak of their game in the in the mental so, health uh, profession.
0: So for someone uh, listening, uh, the people listening to this show are either, you know, walking to work or they're in the train to work, they're sitting at home, there's a million different ways you listen to a show like this and that's the great thing about on-demand content and I guess this this sort of fits that same thing, doesn't it? It's it's about listening and and absorbing content. How does it work? I mean, I, very simply, and you know, in, in short, you, you you click on it, you, you download it. It's quite a big app. Um, you download it, uh, you register, and you tell it how old you are, and you go through an exercise of, of, of giving it a kind of an assessment of yourself, and you listen to to um uh to the to the program. Really, it's about listening to a program and then acting on those uh, the the things that are discussed on, on the on the app.
1: Trevor, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I I think it's a prime case of something uh, which, you know, if you drill back to it, it is some audio files uh, which are, you know, integrated into an app and it just happens to be something which is particularly well suited to actually being in an app. Uh, because it just makes it more accessible, and one of the great challenges is, is giving accessibility for talk like this. You could
0: make all of these audio uh, files available to click on uh, on the internet, but people, uh, you know, are not being um, served them in the right order. They're not. It's not. It's not helping with an assessment either. That's that's part of what the app does is help you understand whether you whether it's having an impact, whether it's making you feel better.
1: Absolutely, and it's also not. You know, uh, we should be very clear. It's not necessarily aimed at people who. Uh, aren't uh, you know who are highly stressed rather mm. it's a preventative thing yeah. so if people um, you know if you're not stressed and you want to say not stressed uh, mindfulness okay. meditation would be a wonderful tool it's a bit like you know going for a run to stay fit you don't go for a run because you're unfit you'd mm. like to go for a run because you are fit mm. and it keeps you fit and meditation is a, a great way to keep the the mind you know clear uh, particularly in a world where Uh, Things are, you know, things are challenging at the moment. I mean, you know, you know, we see what's happening politically. We see what's happening globally in an economic sense, and that's been going on for many years. Uh, You know, if you look at stress in Australia, it's a, it's a real issue.
0: So it's called smiling mind. You mentioned uh, there's, there's two big things that come to mind for me right now. Um uh, one of them is because lots of people talk about developing an app. How on earth do you find $500,000? Uh, how how does one seek funding for because this as you say, you know, there's a lot of development here. There's there's the the recording of the content, the creation of the content, there's the there's the the running of the of the business as it goes. You know, because that leads me to my second question. It's fantastic you've had so many downloads, but it's free. H- how does this work for you as a business?
1: Uh, it's not a business; it's a not-for-profit, and um, y- you know, I I look at it and say, um, y- you know, I mean, f- well, we- it's the the first point, finding the money. I, I guess you know, I-, I Jane and myself, my my co-founder, you know, approach people who we deal with in our day-to-day mm-hmm. business life, and you know, we we had donations anywhere from fifty dollars to
2: fifty
1: thousand sure. mm-hmm. dollars, and um, y- y- you know, that's. And you know that that was from you know people
0: who um you, you know are like minded essentially. So you you gather together a group of like minded people who who believe in the same thing, feel the same way, and want to see something like this come to fruition. That's that's the sense.
1: Absolutely, yeah. but you know they're they're quite um, you know mainstream groups. I mean, uh, you, you know, large philanthropic groups like Maya Foundation. Hmm. Um, you, you know, as an example, Lord Mayor Charitable Trust, as, as an example, uh, chain reaction, as an example, a, a couple of, um, I guess, quite high-profile business people who are, who are, you know, probably wouldn't want to mention, but no, who sure. have, you know, been very, very um, supportive of, yep. of what, we're, what we're doing. And we've also seen, um you know, what's quite interesting at the moment is we're starting to develop corporate programs. So we're doing a corporate uh, program for a you know, a large global tech um, firm, I'm probably not at liberty to say sure. who, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's something which is in currently... Because um, a lot
0: of people wouldn't know. understand that, and this is not, with no disrespect to smaller businesses, but in larger organisations, well being is a really important part of the, the human resources or the, the people and culture aspect, and therefore, you know, having, uh, you know, a, a, perhaps a customised and, and branded program like this uh, available for employees is something that, that, now that you've got this base and you've, you've built this content... Um, you've got the content content is king it's about delivery now and you can you can both make a you know freely available version and then you can work with corporates on on well-being programs like that and in the end you're achieving the same goal of assisting people with that overarching well-being
1: absolutely and i think um if one looks at particularly professional service firms their assets are their people and uh, you know in times where that's under stress uh, firms need to, you know, lift, lift their game and give, uh, you know, greater support. To their people, and mm. that's that's becoming abundantly clear. And yeah. from you know, from a although we're a not for profit, we're a not for profit who has to pay the bills. Yep. And uh, you know, we, we, we certainly see an opportunity uh, now that we've you know have that intellectual property uh, and and have skills in that space to actually you know create a bespoke product which we can then uh, yeah. provide to people. And as you rightly said, you know whether they're paying or not paying, it gets the same outcome for us in terms yeah. of bettering bettering the world.
0: Well, it's a fantastic idea. Um, you know, hopefully. You know people that are interested in their own you know, state of mind and, and well being will have a look it 's called smiling mind it 's available for free uh, in the app store and uh, no, nice simple registration process worthwhile having listened to at least the very first introductory um, session and see how that makes you feel and, and whether you want to continue it on and uh, and i guess that 's um, something that you can monitor as you go along the the uptake and the continuation of the program by users but um, a great idea mate and, and good to hear about um, you know Australians and Australian companies being formed and and creating uh, good ideas using this, it, you know, it is amazing, don't you think, James? I mean, five years ago, and an idea like this would have been let's build a website. Uh, it, it's quite amazing how the app world has literally created this this ability to to do this content.
1: It, it is fascinating. I mean, uh, you know, going back, let's say four years ago, doing this on a website. I mean, are people going to sit down in front of a? A computer and learn to meditate? Probably not. You go back 15 years before that, the cost of engaging, you know, circa 150,000 people to teach the meditation in a face to face capacity, you'd need millions and millions of dollars to do it. And so it, 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 we're at a pivotal point in technology and it's so exciting to actually, you know, see entrepreneurs in Australia, both for profit and not for profit, doing wonderful things. It's a, it's a great time.
0: Good on you, mate, and well done and good luck with it.
1: Terrific. Thanks,
0: Trevor. Cheers. It's a very um, synthetic stings on this week's show. No, If you don't like them, tell me. But if you don't tell me, I will never know. Your Tech Life is the name of the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading episode 217. I'll be back again next week. Surprise, surprise with episode 218. And we'll start talking Christmas guides and Christmas help. And in just a few weeks, in, in a month, uh, just under a month, we're off to Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show, uh, the big showcase of all the things happening in technology over the year ahead. That's in Las Vegas in January. I'll be over there and we'll bring you several programs from the CES Show. But for now, that is Your Tech Life. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Tell your friends. Follow me on Twitter. Say day, and send me an email, yourtechlife.com or 1-800-157-157.
4: Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.